Hey, this is Keith Price, and I am so glad that you have become a part of the Keith Price's Curtain Call family. It is really great that you guys are enjoying it, and I really, really feel like I want to give you guys more and do more for you. And the only way that I can do more is if I can get a little bit of help from you. So what I would like to ask of you is that you check out, if you're listening to the podcast, to the Patreon page that I have started in which I'm asking that if you have an extra buck or two that you could throw over to the side once a month, I would be very appreciative. As time goes on and the more support that I can get and the more energy that I can create, behind this, it will give me the opportunity to reach more people. And the more people that love theater in the world makes the world a better place. So www.patreon.com slash Keith Price Curtain Call. Help a brother out. Come on now. Help a brother out. Thanks a lot. You are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. This is Keith Price for Keith Price's Curtain Call, and we are here at Feinstein's 54 Below, and you know how much I love to come here for the big press-up fronts, and they've got a bevy of fabulousness happening, and I am now sitting, because I get her first, which is amazing. Woo! Oh my God, the amazing, the talented, the fabulous, the gorgeous, the everything, Miss Liz Calloway. How are you, darling? I am good, especially after that introduction. <laughs> like, Can I call you if I'm ever having a bad day? Anytime, <laughs> anytime you want to call me. So this is exciting. You're going to be here at 54 Below, Feinstein's 54 Below, which I was because he's here. <laughs> you can't forget. Michael Feinstein's here, so we cannot forget to say Feinstein's 54 below. Um, But Liz is going to be here July 25th, 28th, 29th. And then you're coming back again for another one-night-only moment at September 10th. Um, The beat goes on. Liz Calloway... Girl, first of all, for those of you who are listening, you know you can click on to Baby. You can click on to so many fabulous cast recordings that this woman is on. But then at the same time, it's all about just you singing, girl. How this beat goes on, what is this show going to be all about? Tell me. Well, this is, um, this is an evening of songs from the 1960s. I think of it as the soundtrack of my childhood. And, and so it's, uh, it's an eclectic evening of pop songs and Broadway songs and movie songs, um, but all with a personal spin, you know. And uh, I actually have an album called The Beat Goes On that I recorded back in 2001 of, of my favorite 60 songs, and I'm going to do some of the songs from the album in the show. But what's interesting about doing this now is that it kind of feels like the 60s again to me now. You know, with this world we're living in, there's so much... Act, you know, activism and and turmoil and th- there's just so much happening. I thought, you know, this is a good time to revisit these songs. And plus it's summer yeah. and you want to, 60s music in the summer is just happening, you know? Okay, so for you though, now are you feeling this rebellious spirit as an artist? Is that where the need to kind of maybe revisit this music is coming from? That's a very That's a very good point. I think maybe I am. I also am feeling a very strong need to have that communal experience with audiences when you do a show like this, when you do a personal show. Um, I think we all need that right now. We need music. We need to come together, and, and, and music is a great way to come together, I think. And it just 
feels it just feels like the right time for this. So I'm really excited. I love I'm borderline obsessed with 60s music. I always have been. Okay. And I just I mean and I and honestly I grew I I I was born in the 60s, mm-hmm. but a lot of the 60s music I listened to in the 70s. Well, you know, I'm the same way. I was born well I was born in 67. So I like picked up on everything 60s-ish later cuz my parents also were big like, you know, music of the 30s, 40s, 50s and 60s. So I had Lucky all of that in my, yeah. So I had all of that music growing up. For you, I know music is, from listening to Sibling Revelry, <laughs> required gay listening, queens out there listening, um, doing and, and living in that zone and revisiting music from that place with your, your sibling, with, you know, Anne Hampton Calloway, for those of you who don't know, um, what's that like? for you I mean is it as much fun as it feels every time like for those of us who listen to that damn album over and over and over again (laughs) one of the things is like we love the chemistry and the beauty of just that family energy it's like and that is that consistent like are there other siblings that actually play music as well in your family I never asked your sister um not that we know of (laughs) (laughs) so it's just the two of you it's just the two of us but and it is such a joy to sing with Anne. Mm-hmm. And in fact, that in addition to our show Sibling Revelry, um, we also did a show together called Boom, which was 60s and 70s mm-hmm. music, too. And so it's, it's something that when we were growing up, we were incredibly different. Um, and we had very different taste in music. She liked like more depressing singer-songwriter <laughs> types, and I liked... More upbeat, <laughs> sunny, you know, per, you know, yeah. Petula Clark, yes. you know, that kind of fifth dimension. You have that kind of energy. Yes. Does that kind of kind of glows off of you just in general? Um, but we, but then we did come together, and and we loved Carol King and Sly and the Family Stone, and you know, all those groups. It's interesting singing this, revisiting this music now that I'm in my fifties. You know, I like it's it changes and I and also some of the things I'm doing in my show here. I've got lots of fun, but I also have, you know, I'm digging a little deeper, I think. And and songs that I have sung before, songs that I've recorded before, you know, you always want to look at some when when you sing it for an audience, you want it to be as if it's the first time you're singing it. And there's so many different stories you can tell we're going to do a, a you know a video we're going to each sing a song and I'm, I'm going to do um, one of my songs that is a famous pop song but Alex Ryback my musical director and I um, did a theatrical arrangement of it so whether it's whether it's a pop song or a movie song or theater song I always come I come at each song from the acting point of view and the storytelling point of view so it's it's a really it's a really interesting, you know, this is an interesting process to be working on the show, and I'm excited to, you know, do it in front of people instead of in my car or in front of my cat. <laughs> I do so I practice mostly in my car, and someday I want to do a show at, at Feinstein's 54 Below with a steering wheel and sit and do the entire... I am so serious because that is what I... That is my... That's my life. Sometimes I get up and I sing a song, and it's like, oh my god, I've never sung this without holding a steering wheel. I'm, yeah, so I am trying to practice a little bit standing. So, up. Well, you know, I, I certainly see you can have that as moments 
until you develop the full show. Like you could just roll in that, you know the thing, the cab driver thing from, um, oh my God, uh, the oh. ballet. For, uh, um, uh. Oh my God. Oh my God. Sounds like. Sounds like, um, I know Tony Asbeck one had nominated for the Tony. Oh, On the Town. On the Town. Yes. Like you need to have the cab driver's thing. I just babysat for Tony yesterday. Uh, Literally, the new baby, baby, Leonard, who's five months old. And I literally sang through my entire show with little Leonard bouncing and slow dancing. He wasn't as crazy about the Beatles songs, but he loved the back rack. (laughs) Oh, my God. That poor kid is like Liz Calloway was my babysitter. Girl, you're just setting the Broadway dreams on these kids so early, girl. Well, what can I say? I've got many, many hidden talents, and <laughs> I am available for concerts, Broadway shows, and, and babysitting. <laughs> Liz Calloway, I, you know, we're going to be here forever, but you must, if you're making your trips to come to New York City, you must come see Miss Liz Calloway in The Beat Goes On. 50, Fine Sense 54 below. It's July 25th, 28th, 29th. And then she's going to disappear for August and then zip on in for a little one <laughs> night only, September 10th at 7 o'clock every show. And I'm telling you, if you are a Liz Calloway fan, honey, you will not be disappointed. So, again, thank you, Miss Liz, for spending time with me. And we'll be back. Thank you. It's great to talk to you. You're fabulous. <laughs> oh. So fun. It's fun. All my bags are packed, I'm ready to go I'm standing here outside your door I hate to wake you up to say goodbye But the dawn is breaking, it's early morn The taxi's waiting, he's blowing his horn Already I'm so lonesome I could cry So kiss me and smile for me Tell me that you'll wait for me Hold me like you'll never let me go Hold me like 
like you never let me go Cause I'm leaving on a jet plane Don't know when I'll be back again Oh babe, I hate to go time has come to leave you one more time let me kiss you then close your eyes I'll be on my way dream about the days to come when I won't have to leave alone about the times I won't have to say kiss me and smile for me tell me that you'll wait for me hold me like you'll never let me go cause I'm leaving on a jet plane don't know when I'll be back again oh babe I hate to go leaving on the jet jet plane don't know when I'll be back again leaving on a jet plane don't know when I'll be back again for more podcasts Go to Keith Price's Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Google Play.